Hey, it's the Tubity Pod, the Retro Tubity Pod. Lots of options. It's a new week, a new geek. We're neck deep, deep in nostalgia. It's from collecting cards to comics, gamings, watching the exact same shows and movies over and over again. We've got your hosts here, Turbo and the Algorithm, uh, middle-aged and crazy. Geeking, guys. I hope you got a chance to nerd out a little bit this week. Never you mind. <laughs> We are, we can confess our sins here every now and then. This is a safe space. The uh, the significant others, the uh, the coworkers who don't, aren't so like minded, or at least honest with their uh, crippling nostalgia. So they have their own vices. Yeah, their own vices. Exactly. Usually gambling and uh, what else is it? What are some other bangers? Uh, drinking and H. driving. Yep. Anime. No, we're kidding. Anime is fine. Depends on what kind of anime. Hey, we're not going to yuck anybody's yum. <laughs> That's right. Do they even still make that, or was that just a boon of like when like VHS tapes? Is there still? Can you still get some really uh, atrocious hentai, or is that a thing of the past? Oh no, it's it's still going, sir. Okay. Strong. <laughs> I'm like, have we run out of perversions? No, no, goodness, no. The weirder, the, the weirder, it, it, yeah, it, it gets weirder and weirder. What when the weird stuff comes weird? out, then it gets weirder than that. It's just, yeah. it's weird. <laughs> weird, man. <laughs> we said weird a lot. It's, hey, it's uh, it's one weird for every uh, every time someone lays an egg. Uh, no, man, it's good. It's terrible. But yeah, how are you guys doing? <laughs> what is happening? Uh, hey, man. The dark web. Uh, no, how you guys you guys doing? This is yeah, we've got some 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 somber news. Obviously, unfortunately, being you know people who grew up with professional wrestling since probably before we could read, we saw you know men in spandex punching each other in the face, uh, around all over the ground. Hot men just enjoying each other's power. Yeah, so much uh, oil and uh, shaved bodies in motion. You jump. You want to jump right into that, or do you want? To... Um, it's up to it's up to you guys here. I'm just here enjoying a nice cold brew and uh, fiddling with a Thor. So I'm doing pretty good. Fiddling with I... a Thor. I don't know how to, I should take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that code? I want, I want you to close your eyes and think about it for like five minutes. A Forty-five year old man fiddling with Thor. A Thor. <laughs> Apparently Mark Hamill as the Joker has joined us for this podcast. That's it. <laughs> With the laughing. Did you take some Smilex before coming on? Oh, dude, I'm elevated as always. It's a special treat, everybody. Everyone should have a little special treat. I've you work some, hard. Uh, you deserve it. Yeah. I work, I work hard for my government cheese, as they say. That's it. <laughs> He's letting up right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's obviously out on the observation deck. Mm-hmm. I am sitting out here in the Hellmouth studio, <laughs> for sure. It, it used to be that he'd do this stuff before we started. Now it's during. The difference hey, is he is now a homeowner, so he's not like hiding in the garage or behind the house. <laughs> oh, definitely. I can sp- I can smoke weed in my own house. This is fantastic. I think we, he bought a house. Yeah, the whole reason why I wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
For sure. Well, you guys can start with your purchases. I didn't buy anything, but I got something cooking. But you guys go ahead. I know it's okay. We did well. You're always involved. You're always a neck deep. You had also a very commercialized childhood, such as ours. I was going to ask you. Pokers in the fire. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, Turbo, uh, to the poor souls who may have listened. Uh, Turbo ended up picking up a too bad, which is a master of the universe. Mm-hmm. Question for. The boys, were you a flat back too bad as a kid or the good old juicy round back? I have no idea what that means. I'm assuming it's a variant of some sort. So I have no idea. I didn't have too bad as a kid. But you completed it. You you got it as a grown-ass adult. I got it it as a grown-ass adult, and I got it for cheap. So... (laughs) Like all the 19 pack. bucks 19 bucks for that i was just like because like i went and looked at today like i went on my toy walk and it was 47 dollars again i'm like yeah that Oof. that made me feel good you beat the system i i didn't know there was a variant of that but that's one i was not aware of yeah so there was a flat back and a round back eh yeah i just i just thought of like i remember you um a while back sold your collection so i wasn't sure uh yes there's one this is folks this is how geeky it gets sometimes trying to remember what we had as kids but you're yes there was one perfectly proportional and there was one a very uh you could say alarming you know physical specimen where he said complete super flat back probably just to fit in the package better but it looked like he had some sort of spinal damage so i wasn't sure i just remember seeing it when i was a little kid and just being like, what happens? To, what? Wait, did you put that in a belt sander? How did that happen? And some kid is just like, no, man, this is what I got. So I so. assume the flat back is probably worth more, is it? I don't know. Maybe it's a newer version. Maybe the round boy. I was banking on your uh, uh, one cool dude OCD knowledge of Masters of the Universe. So. No, I, I like, as I say, like, I'm aware of variants, like, obviously the Camo Con, um, the Half Boot Skeletor. That thing is uh, worth a lot of fucking money. Yes. Um, the did you sum. did you have it? No, no. Um, I only had. I never had the original Skeletor. I only. Had oh, that's right. You had Battle Armor, Armor one. That's right. I remember you saying they that because I got into it late, a little later. But um, yeah, and then there's like some guys have soft heads and hard heads and stuff like that. But I, I was not aware. I had the round back. I'm like 99 sure that that mine had a round back because. If it's flat and all weird and everything, I probably would have noticed. Dun dun dun! So something for the uh, the history books. Just when I mean, I'm, I'm glad you got a great deal, but it just jogged the memory lane of just me being a kid feeling like I was on drugs when some kid just pulled this thing out like at the playground. I'm like, what the hell? It's it's annoying because yeah, I did like I did get a good price on it, but man, if it just would have waited another, but I had no idea what was coming down the pike, but. Uh, Man, it'd be worth almost double now. Yeah. So allegedly, the round boy is produced, and then to cut costs, they just kind of put him on. They just took out iron and melted his back super flat. So there mm-hmm. we go. So now the collectors out there can go and get two of them, and uh, also two, two beds. Two. Yeah, that's it. Quattro bed. And also, I had the epiphany of the mental illness of collecting those masters of the universe figures they come with little booklets just like they did when they, we were kids mm-hmm. but uh the canadian versions have no dialogue obviously because we're a bilingual nation 
and uh, the company is cheap. So if you wanted to be a real sicko, you'd have to buy one from Canada and one from the United States. Never knew that either. Yeah. So I remember... you can get real gross with it. So if you, if you buy something, you have to double check, like, do I have the American one or the Canadian one? Slash All mine are Canadian. One. All mine yeah, are Canadian. Mine would probably be Canadian too. I remember as a kid that some of the comics did have a French and English. Um, you could turn the comic around and on the mm. back it was upside down and it was the French version. And we all learned a little bit of French for Eternia. So I, I would assume that those were the, that probably, you didn't get the same booklets in the States. So those those comics are probably worth slightly more. I never checked into it. It, was, just, it, it wasn't every, wasn't every comic I had, but it was some. It never ends. Like the, the, it just gets deeper and deeper. If you're like, oh, it's over. I got everything I needed. Oh no, it goes farther and farther. It ne- it's never over. If you are one of those types that has to have absolutely everything, I know a, a guy. Uh, <clears throat> I sold my big boss man and. Um, rick rude ljns too and uh i sold them with uh like the the bird frankie and i had uh, damien as well i had already sold the figures but i didn't know i had the animals and i was searching in another bin and i came across them and uh this guy is like a super collector of ljn wrestlers he happens to live right here like where i am and uh i just i i uh met him through a mutual acquaintance and uh he already had big boss man he already had rick rude because he didn't have big boss man's original nightstick and as we know accessories are almost and in some cases worth more than the actual figure that come with and he shelled out 450 dollars for the two LJNs and the two animals. Yep. Mostly because he at nightstick. Yeah. Most of those nightsticks ended up in kids. And then a few Frankies ended up in kids as well. But now uh, to be to be fair, the, the boss man that I had was in much better shape than the one he had. So he was happy to have an upgrade to that. But um, they were they were part of the, the black card, um, like the later the, I think it was like the last I'm pretty sure it was the last wave that was released and I think they were only released in Canada um, so they're extremely hard to get a hold of and the, I happened to get them and I like by that time I was not really playing with I think it was like 13 or 12 at the time and I kind of wasn't really playing with my LJNs anymore I was kind of you know more into like G.I. Joe and getting older so i never much so they were still like an almost mint condition so he was he was definitely happy to have it but yeah his main reason was the nightstick like he just he he needed it so badly but this guy's collection like he sent me pictures he's got everything he's he's got everything man like i've never seen a collection like this like he's got every single one and he's got all the variants. So he's got like, there's one with Kamala where he has like. So he's like a fully stars. happy person. What's that? He's a fully happy, well-rounded now. He finished the, the quest. He got them <laughs> yeah. all. Yeah. No, he's, 
I'm just like, so what, like, you've got the full collection, so, and he's got it really nicely displayed, like, it's a really cool display, so he's after, like, a lot of customs now, like, he'll, if they're really well done, he'll, he'll pick them up, he's got a Mr. Perfect one that's, like, dead on, I'm just like, oh, I would give you, and he's like, I can't, because I, I'd never be able to get another one, and, uh, he just, I don't know. Like, I, I guess he's done. Like, he can kind of close the door on that. I think he's trying to get them all carded now. It never stops. Yeah. It's like, I mean, but it's a hobby, right? Like, no, you can never sure. be done your hobby. So he's he's got to find something. He also smaller, hard plastic ones with the play features on them. But, yeah, like his, speaking of variants, like, he's got, like, three special delivery Jones. Because if you remember, he came with, like, a red shirt, a Hawaiian shirt, and a yellow oh shirt. God. And kamala's got like the different like there's one where he's got three stars on his on his like chest and his stomach and there's another one where he has a moon on his stomach and uh, i think there's like a coco beware variant there's the heart foundation variant where they have pink pants and purple pants and it's it never stops do you see that happening to you turbo i mean you're getting repaints you're buying the same ones how have you been the variants piss you off but i think you you do have some, don't you? I don't have any variants, thank goodness. <clears throat> uh, how many uh, Batman Who Laughs do you have? I have two. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's bad. it. I only have two. Are they I have different? different? They're yeah. different. Uh, so you have a variant? Well, no, it's actually a complete new sculpt, so it's not okay. a variant. Okay. <laughs> it's like gotcha, he, yeah, yeah, they're trying to get me with the gotcha. Uh, I, I don't, you know... But, Variants are it all really okay. So I'm getting frustrated because yes, uh, variants are getting really, really ridiculous to me, to the point where like I'm just like, do I do I just buy the like the one that comes out, or do I just wait for the cooler variant to come out? And that's what Especially that's what's pissing me it. off. It's it's because exactly because now the exact same you know exactly what I'm talking about now so is hard. there's a. I have the infected Batman where it looks like he's Joker and he's in this, you know, purple and black outfit and neon green. And now they put the variant out and the neon green glows. And I'm like, you fucking assholes. Cause that looks really cool. Yeah. And I'm like going to have to get it. The, you like taking pictures in the dark and stuff. Cause some of your guys doing a lot of stuff in the dark. <laughs> I knew you were going to jump in with something, but <laughs> his, his transforming He-Man looks like crazy in the package when it's glowing. Oh, it's insane. And like that's cool up on the wall and I'm just thinking, okay, so I have I have the the original and if I can get the variant, I can knock the original down to a, you know, in into another make him, you know, pose with someone else and have have the glow I mean, in the dark up at the top and get rid of the glow. I always try to flip it too. <clears throat> I don't do that <laughs> because I have too many shelves. And things are looking, you know, things are looking, you know, thin because I've reorganized shelves. So now I have to stuff them filled with things. Mm -hmm. So if I buy things and then flip things and I lose things out of the shelf, I'm just like, no, I want more in the shelf. To be fair, algorithm doesn't know a few things about uh, seller's remorse. So it's, it's, uh, it's tough. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> yeah. in all honesty, I, I don't, like, I don't. I don't have seller's remorse. It's just, I, it's too bad that I was able to sell it when I did. Cause I remember I held on for, for like a year because people wouldn't give me the price I wanted and I stood firm and 
finally got a price that I was comfortable with. But yeah, it's just as luck would have it, you know, a few months down the road, it would have been worth a lot more. A few months. Yeah. Yeah. It was only a few months because after that, it was like we got hit with COVID and then it was the boom just happened. before COVID hit. Yeah. Was, yeah. Months before. And then you have like I the TV shows. And then like the. I, uh... Oh, so, sorry. I didn't mean no, to. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, yeah. But then you also the rebranding of new figures, new shows, a movie. You didn't have a chance. I yeah like I I was laughing like when I got the the 750 for it because I just I'm like this is actually more than you know what they're what I paid like what I would have paid for them as a kid and like they're played with and they've been sitting in like I don't know how many different basements for like 30 years plus I'm just like this is awesome and then like he gave me another 100 for my GI Joe figures and I think there was like three that were still in one piece but it was the accessories, right? I had most of the accessories and those are probably worth three or 400 alone, but it is what it is. Back to Turbo and he's just sweating. Is there anything in your car? Are you being good? Well, you know, I wasn't good. We've already confessed, but <laughs> because we're doing a podcast, I'll, I'll tell the story again. Well, I don't keep know. Keep it going. <clears throat> so Lately. what happened was, is like, I think last week, it was the Mortal Kombat 1 beta. And oh, congratulations. Yeah, I Ladies got to play the beta. You took a day off from work. I did. I, did. I, was, I was like, oh, I don't feel like going to work. No, I, I was a, it was a vacation day. I took a vacation day, and, sure. then, it was, uh, and then it was me just uh, laying around on a... Uh... Actually, no, yeah, Friday. It was a day. So it was a long weekend, and... Yeah, I had an extra day off, so Thursday night it came out at that midnight, and I started playing, and I pumped some hours into it. And then, of course, you know, I'm talking to you, and what do you me links to toys as we're talking? Hey, just want to make you happy. Yeah. Oh, I, hey, I agree. <laughs> Help you. <And> you... <laughs> you're you're a prick sometimes. Oh you're yeah. Just, you're kind you, of, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> a real prick. So, like, you know, you know, I'm you know I'm playing a video game. You know, I'm elevated, and you're just like, hey. Did this yet and i'm like no i didn't see this yet <laughs> so i open the so i open the link and it's a you know a, a sale on a a mega fig of a really cool villain and it was mongul and it's this big warlord like runs his own planet and basically captures people and makes them fight each other it's kind of like you know the like a warrior's world type thing and he's really cool and he's got like he's got that you know disturbing face he's green skin and the scowl he's, no he's wearing he's you know and he's fucking you know he's got the the armor and it looks just like the old school like 80s comic i had as a kid and i'm like okay that's nostalgia and i didn't i didn't i didn't say right away i was gonna buy it but like you do you just be like, like yeah just huh, thought neat. I, yeah i'm just like that yeah, that's great and then you know you just let me simmer and then you ask me a question about mortal Kombat, and i talk about that and then you're like all right we'll have fun playing mortal Kombat, and then what was it like an hour later? I texted you. I'm like, yeah, I fucking ordered that fucking hell game. yeah, puppet master, puppet master, puppet master. Pull the strings, pull the strings, dance, monkey. Uh, yeah, it's good. No, it it, it is cool. I think I, I'm trying to make sense of it as well, like as my like childhood. So I think it's just like growing up a kid as a kid. It was like a monster kid and like an alien kid. I grew up with the Muppet Show and stuff like that. I think it's just 
a thing of like a, a, a collection of miscreants of, of weirdos and and monsters on the shelf is always is always nice. So and you got a good deal, you got a good deal. But yeah, oh, space you got a wicked deal, w- wicked deal on it. <clears throat> and you like bad guys. I love bad guys. The, the whole shelf is a lot of bad guys. <laughs> like, it's and sad. this week's theme for Comic Book a Day is we're looking at classic uh, covers with Mongol. So that's been tempting me as well. But I'm, I'm trying to be good. But uh, well, aren't you? Uh, aren't you saving up for that Funker that you just sent me? The uh... Uh, <laughs> I should send that to to Al. Just yeah. things, are just, things are disgusting. Because uh, you no. know, because as we know. Terry Funk passed away, R.I.P. Yeah. And uh, you sent me a photo of, he goes, the grossness has begun. And he sent me a photo of a figure that used to be $200. Uh-huh. And now it's like $920. Yep. The same thing happened with Razor Ramon, Scott Hall. It's too bad. Yeah. It'll eventually correct itself, though. So just yeah. hang on. They'll do new ones. Um, what's really tempting for me, a child of nostalgia, they're doing a, uh, collection it's, it's Kevin Nash as they appeared in Nitro so obviously Ooh. like just like a, a lousy like trucker shirt and Kevin Nash and then the oh, Canadian and the, tuxedo and the jacket for Scott Hall yeah the, oh, yeah, the Canadian I tuxedo this. I know so it's they're devious they are devious no. uh, real real pricks those bastards uh, how much is that going for I'm not sure it's 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 only announced it also comes with a Hogan so I'm like meh. I'm meh on the Hogan. But Yeah, I'm um, meh on the Hogan, but I mean it's still even if you you're not a huge Hogan guy, it's it's still like a major event in wrestling history, like probably top Exactly. Three. Every minute aspect I always joke of like, oh our personalities are just pop culture, so like what do we even have as far as our personalities? It's definitely not from reading. Uh, <laughs> it's just the, oh, a comic core memory. Books. Comic books, yeah, no, for sure. Any comics count. But um, yeah, just a core memory, just farting around in there. Uh, <laughs> terrible, 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 terrible. But um, yeah, just they just they just know they just dialed in. They just dialed in. But I'm I glad you got a weird I space, dude. I'm glad you got a big I'll send you pics. Oh. Uh, but yeah, the the the, uh, the junk shop. I'll put it in the in the chat there. Uh, it's okay. I actually have that one turbo, so it's okay. Oh, you actually? So, uh, oh, well, that's that's good. That's just lamenting of like how how terrible it is. I mean, it's the same thing when any athlete dies too. Obviously, you know. Oh, Kobe Bryant jerseys and all that. Mario Lemieux yeah. signatures. It was Mario Lemieux didn't die. No, soon. Um, oh no! <laughs> I don't know. I don't it's some know. Sort of Android. Just... I don't know. Well, I mean, statistically, it will happen. I mean, we'll be more concerned. Like, I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Statistically, it could happen, but that's with anyone. Yeah, a moment of silence for Marilyn. You apparently, well, everybody, a moment of silence for the great one. I guess. I guess if I guess if he does die if, anytime if soon, if he is I a carbon, sitting, yes, he will I am, pass I am on. A, I am sitting in a gold mine if he does die. So sure, it's a win-win. What if, it, what if it's like both of you at the same time? <laughs> what if it's like you get like you go you two get into a fight? I don't think that's gonna happen. Hey man, anything's possible. Stranger but things have happened. It is, it is. But yeah, so hopefully they do they do some some funk stuff down the road. 
that uh, might be fun to get. But they need to have a set of Funk and Foley from the from the Death Matches tournament. That would be very fun. On eBay, I was taking a peek, and it's just amazing what's still out there. They have the program books from that tournament. So you can still, very reasonably priced, maybe $50, you can get the original you know, uh, program with all the all the people who participated in it. So Yeah, it's the who's who of hardcore. Yeah, so so much. It's just so much stuff was made, and so, many, so, so much stuff has been kept in really good condition. So it's wild. Everyone's been collecting since the dawn of time, whether it's beads versus, you know, seashells. We're always just, we're filling our pockets. We're filling that hole in our hearts. So it's weird. It's weird. The personalities, eh? like back in the day when, when we were kids, of course, when we got our toys, we ripped them open. Even I did with them, but there's a lot of people that didn't open their shit or, and not with an eye on collecting. It's just, I don't, I don't know what the different reasons would be, but for whatever reason, like there was people sitting on unopened toys and same thing with like hockey cards, well, sports cards in general, but hockey cards, like my dad had a ton of hockey cards, but of course he did what every other kid did. They would trade them. They would play games with them. They would put them in the spikes of their, of their bicycles basically would just you know they they would be in tatters but a friend of mine his father was just the type that you know he just hoarded things and he kept stuff in good condition and he passed on to his son a like a mint a gem mint bobby or rookie card the damn thing's probably worth about 50 grand sure because he kept really good care of it he you know, he put it in a book or something and just left it there. Yeah. People it's finding comic books that... in the attic. It's wild. Yeah. It's just crazy that some people just, I don't know if they had their site or they just, they just like things in good condition. Like I was always good with my toys. I played with them, but I was always good with them. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't microwave to smash them up or anything like that. The worst thing I did was put the GI Joes in water so that, you know, the elastics would eventually become weak but what the hell oh fire truck but uh yeah it's just funny how like some some people kept their stuff in really good condition and others just no i think like trotskis or what have you like in the windowsill or, or collect something and then maybe after a while they realize like oh this is worth money or also too maybe just people find out like dead stock like oh i'm gonna hang out with this for a rainy day but. Your your brother's a great example because I remember when you know we used to stay over at his apartment there, and he's got like a ton of stuff still in boxes, like old like stuff figures and stuff. And I, yeah, that's a weird flex. I wonder if that's like from the '80s or just something with the '90s, like the biggest boom of like comics and collectibles. People were like, no, 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 you gotta save this for later. You know, this is like Beanie Babies or, you know. This is us. This is a sound investment. Is all he, that stuff worthwhile? No. I would say he was probably like me. Like he just he liked the packaging and he liked to look at the packaging and stuff. I have no idea. I'm totally guessing, but sure. I would imagine he's sitting on a friggin' gold mine because that stuff is probably worth quite a bit of money. And that's it then. Like when do you cash out? Like are we just like hang on to it forever? Tough thing. 
That's why I will buy jacked up stuff. The box is ripped. I do not feel bad. It's something dumb on the shelf. A weird, a weird space perv like Turbo has. Or, uh, <laughs> he is he is pervy looking. He, he yeah, is oh, kind yeah. of pervy. No. <laughs> yeah, you can't no, take it with like, you. You can't take it with you. Can't take it with you, but um, it's 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 nice if you can can dabble. Um, we'll see. I I was bad. It was a, a Masters yeah. of the Universe. It was a Masters of the Universe era. Uh, I had a, a clearance comrade hook me up. You uh, you find folks that have distribution issues. We just got an old wave, and it went. So uh, uh, a toy homie was very kind enough for. I have uh, Roboto. Was Roboto a big part of your childhoods? I always wanted I Roboto. Nice. Any tub action Roboto. from Roboto? And you watch all of his gears get musty. Don't bring your robots in the tub, everybody. Yeah, I remember like I remember like kids that had them, and you could tell they're all gunked up because they <laughs> played oh, in the mud puddles with them and all that. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty bad, but yeah, no, I never had Roboto as a kid. Well, I mean, in all honesty, I didn't have a lot of He-Man as as a kid. That I think that's why yeah. I'm collecting now. Like, I think I had I had a Hordak, and I think I had Mosquitoer. Hell yeah. And I think I had a I had a a He Man. I think it was like Thunder Punch because I didn't have the original. And yeah, I think I had like uh, a Battle Cat. And I think that's all I had. That's now my good. sister, she, my sister, she got a lot of the the She Ra toys because they're more geared like they're very doll like back like Barbie looking. But Hordak looked like a He Man, which was really strange. Um, but yeah, she, like she had like She-Ra and I can't remember some of the other princesses like Glimmer and I think she had Bo and then I think the, I can't remember what the thing with the big ears, Cowl. Hell yeah. I think yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So she had that. So like I want, I would always try to steal the guy doll, like the uh, Bo because he's kind of very He-Man, like he fit the, the size. And same with the the big eared owl. It was like, yeah, you could use him like Orko, so it wasn't so bad. But yeah, I play like I remember taking those figures from her. She was <laughs> always she'd always get pissed off. I'd <laughs> just be like, I'm sorry, you're having back. I just need I just need to I just, I just want to play. Um, I passed on when the the re, they redid or, Orko. I again, like a lot of us, probably didn't think how insane collecting would be or would get. Or how hard some of the stuff would get uh, down the road, or go up in price. So it's kind of like it's cool, but I think I'm okay. Yeah. And then a uh, funny story: we were in New Brunswick last year, and uh, it was the better half and uh, and her father just picking up some groceries. And uh, I had seen Roboto like at the Walmart. They're like, ah, you know, it's the same thing. Go to Walmart, get a couple groceries. Like, I'm gonna go for a little bit of a stroll into the. Uh, <laughs> The Toy section is designated for children. Yeah, totally fine. And like, oh, robot. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I should get it because it's been out of the stores for a couple of years. And I was like, I can't just go through the checkout with a toy as a grown man. There's my significant other's father there. I was like, I can't. <laughs> like, how do I explain this? Like, oh, it's from you know, it's from the uh, the kid you're never gonna have. Uh, no, what am I gonna? Do? terrible so i was like i passed on it a moment of weakness so uh i think thanks to uh 
the, the clearance comrade, he hooked me up with the, the mini comic version, which is even more mentally ill. So now oh, you buy nice. multiple versions. You buy yeah. multiple versions of the same guy. He's got a little robot heart, though. So would, uh, would that have affected your guys' decisions? You're like, no, I'm just going to unbashly like, yeah, it's, it's just a toy for me because I am a responsible adult. Or would you be shameful as well? I would have bought it. I wouldn't care. <laughs> You're like, whatever, man. I'm mentally ill. My, my... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it depends how badly I want it. Like, something like Roboto. Eh, whatever. But if it was, like, I don't even know. If it was Scareglow or something, you're damn right I'd be buying it. You'd like, be like, yeah, that's it. That's how we're doing it. Um, here's the other blast from the past. Uh, how are you guys in the Snake Men? Were the Snake Men before the Horde or after the Horde? After. Oh, okay. The Snake Men basically came out when He-Man was kind of at the end of its line. Like, it it was already kind of tanking at that time. And it was a, a clear attempt to try to revitalize it. <laughs> With um, snakes. Hey, kids. You like snakes? Yeah, and, and they, they, they retconned it into this thing where the Snake Men were actually there before Skeletor and all this stuff. They were the elders of Eternia and uh, Snake Mountain used to belong to them and then Skeletor came and kind of took it off of them. And... Gentrification? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> um, I As soon as you see a bunch had... of joggers in your neighborhood, then you know that you're screwed with the people going jogging in Eternia. I only had like four of them. Yeah. I only had like four of the Snake Men. I didn't really it like it. Eternia gets a Starbucks like I, I've I've said before with um, with the horde, like the horde was kind of a an attempt to kind of revitalize it a little bit because the horde came out actually when it was starting to downturn when the sales just weren't um, going at the same clip. So they you know they introduced a, a new a new group and I didn't mind the horde. Some of the figures were cool and all that stuff, but I it's it kind of ruined the dynamic of he-man versus skeletor a little bit for me and then well, once, the snake men, once the snake men came out i'm just like i got the three original well, they guys came out. <laughs> i got the original guys that's the only three i had tongue lasher king hiss and uh, rattler i never had oh, like, nice. squeeze never had squeeze or snake face or i can't even snake remember. face is a great name snake face <laughs> listen so, here uh, you snake face basically so, medusa yes. So yeah, so bad. So now I have. Uh, but Tom Lasher is a frog. So why is he in the snake? I know, room? eh? I know. He's not a. He's not a snake. He's like a. I don't know what he is. He's a tree frog. So I, I know he was a salamander owner. type thing. He looked like a salamander, but he could have been a tree frog. I have no idea. Well, he's joining Frogmonger on the froggy shelf with the frogmen. So. That's good. Yeah. That's, then, that's a dope shelf. That's a dope shelf. <laughs> we're getting froggy with it. If you're feeling froggy, you better jump. So, yeah. not too shabby. So, trying to be good. Trying to be good. I hope you have no more temptation, Turbo. You're doing good. So, I got my, my, my two Masters of the Universe that I did not need in any way, shape, or form. You know I bought more stuff. Hell yeah. What else did you get? So, I, while I was doing... Actually, I was I, I got off work and I was taking the bus home, so the bus doesn't leave for like a, a half hour. So I went perusing through the mall and oh, I went to uh, 
hands. Idle hands. I went into I went into EB Games first, and I was like looking around. There's a couple of things I was tempted with. I got tempted with uh, the uh, vampire version of Superman and the vampire version of Joker, but they were still asking for forty two dollars, and I'm like, ah, you'll go on clearance. Your guys, I know these aren't popular figures right now, so I might have a chance to get them if they go down in like another week or so. So I've been, you know, doing my walk and go in to check and see if that, those are on sale. But as I was, you know, walking through the mall, I'm like, oh, I'll hit up Dollarama, get some cheap candy, you know. So when I get a little elevated, I love candy. candy. I do. I like to snack, so I grabbed a little a couple no bags candy, of candy. Just the soft stuff. Yeah. Just a, yeah. I don't like it hard, man. Leave hey. me alone. Yeah. Let's don't wait. judge me. But I, you know, I picked up some candy and then I was, I went, I always walk through the toy aisle to see if they have any cheap toys. And lo and behold, they had a couple of those uh, new Netflix uh, animated CGI style uh, He-Man figures. And they had, uh, who did I grab? I'm trying to remember. Ram Mam who is actually Ram Man, but it's a female now who has a really cool like jetpack out of her out of the hair type thing. So it's like she's flying and you got this plastic helmet on, it looks like a big flame, it was kinda neat. It's an interesting take on like the Ram Man character itself. And then oh I got the Manny Faces. Now the Manny Faces is kinda interesting because it looks like a like an animated uh, big daddy. <laughs> and yeah, it looks I kinda, like an old school like deep diver slash astronaut yeah yeah and so i was like i'm kind of digging the vibe and then when i was flipping the faces the robot face made me pop i'm like oh yeah this manny faces this this is the guy there so I, I got i i grabbed him too and they're only on for five they're five bucks each so i grabbed Attorney i grabbed one actor. of each yeah the actor the thespian. This, this, they're thespian yeah yeah but yeah so so 10 bucks for two figures uh, i was like fuck i can't why not <laughs> I'm here. I'm here anyway. I'm getting snacks. so yeah. What uh, what candy did you get? Oh, I got some sour straws. Some uh, what? Yeah, I got. Can... Some... I know those existed. Okay. Yeah, and then I got some of that uh, that sour ribbon candy, like the the uh, like they look like a fruit fruit by the foot, but it's all covered in sour stuff. I grabbed that, and then I grabbed two uh, ten packs of Mars bars. There my, we go. My trees. Yeah, that's pretty good. Damn man! Yeah, it was a it was a toke talk night, so I had <laughs> yes. to. So you got the hooked up. I had to I had to have something nearby in case I we I did overserve myself. Yeah. Which I tends to happen on toke talk. Um. <laughs> you would be surprised. You would be surprised. Um, yeah, I haven't watched the show, but I can definitely see. I mean, that's a weird thing. Once you start watching like vlogs and. And you, you start to appreciate things, even if it's not in your wheelhouse. So, the the Netflix ones are definitely like a fun throwback. So, I could definitely see being into them as a kid. So, and yeah, and then like five bucks instead of twenty or or more is pretty good. I wonder what's next for Dollarama. Like, who knows? You're gonna uh, be like, getting I, McFarland I, soon. Oh, dude! If I could get some old McFarlands that I missed for five bucks, fuck yeah. <laughs> Like that There's would no be so cool. There's no hope for now. He's done. No, no, He's done. I'm done. He's done, man. done. Like if if anything is on sale and I can get free shipping, I'm probably going to buy it. Okay, so should I log into Amazon right now and then do a little poking around for you? F yourself, motherfucker. <laughs> right. 
don't send me shit. Listen, actually, I, I I'll, I'll talk about it. So I I, I put up another set of uh, LED lights. Oh, in, good. In, in the toy room, I put it. I put. A, I got a second one around the actual toy shelves, like the wall around it, not the actual shelf, but the whole wall. And then I have my comic book wall. <clears throat> R.I.P. It did break, but I did get another set spliced in. But it's a little weird. They're kind of out of sync, so it won't do a blue color, but it'll do every other color. So I'm like, whatever. We'll we'll have fun. So when I go to a certain color on one on the, the when I on one set of lights, if I hit blue, it'll and then red on one side, and if I hit green, it'll go completely all green. So it's a little out of sync. It's kind of weird. So I'm just like, fuck it, whatever. It's there. But then I got the really the the new set on the back wall where I can have the purple light where I can light up all the uh, the figures. And yeah, I can take some cool you photos. Your, uh, your your office. I did. I jo- I jokerized it where I can do like the purple and green, and it's gonna be uh yeah, it's gonna be kind of neat. And I'm kind of interested to see what some of the fa- the the figures are gonna look like under under those lights playing to playing off each other. So yeah, I'm pretty stoked about it. So that's what I've been doing. I d- I did that, mind you. I was cursing and swearing. Man, those fucking lights are hard to put up sometimes. Because no. it's just a 3M strip with LED lights, you know, spliced into say. it, and not <laughs> maybe not the most uh, uh, gentle soul, if you will. No, and anyway, I was trying to get it all prim and proper and fold the corners, make it look neat. I did a pretty good job. I was actually impressed with myself, but like me cursing, just fold. Why won't you fold? <laughs> Fucking fold! <laughs> like I was like been an astronaut. I was an astronaut. I like to see. Zero gravity, you know, sub-zero temperatures, having to screw in a deadbolt, nope. or you and all your colleagues die, and you have five minutes to do it. Like, oh, no. no pressure, no big deal. <laughs> uh, just cursing the whole time. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> yes. It was a very shit, shit, short shit, mission. Shit. Yeah, maybe good. Uh, Terrible. But no, I don't wish that down on anybody. Terrible. My goodness, that's great it's for the, the beautification for your office. So let's stay there and get nice. What's next for the office? Any more upgrades? There's so much I want to do, but I gotta I gotta rein it in a little bit. I don't want to do too much. Yeah. So wintertime <clears throat> will be here, and you can fiddle with stuff. Well, yeah. So wintertime is coming, and you know, I'll have to uh, prepare for winter out here. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Not a bad winter. I don't want it to be a bad winter. Um, it probably will be. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how work cuts out here since we're still not allowed to work from home. So I don't, I don't know how that's going to work for me. I have we'll a feeling it'll be, it'll be soon or it'll just be taking these. You're like, hey, you know what? I can't make it to work today. It's fine. Yeah. yeah I got I got 20 feet of snow in my driveway and I yep. ain't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I got to wait. Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be yep. fine. Yeah, but like that's uh, but like the winter times when you get to go up in the office and really, really you know get to and you know Mortal Kombat. Well, the thing is, is Mortal Kombat One is going to be out in September, so like that's going to be my vice for the next seven, eight months at least, probably probably the year because they're going to be putting Combat Pack One, Combat Pack Two, Combat Pack Three. Then they'll probably put it in another expansion out and where they put another chapter in for us to play. And then probably give us some more characters to buy. So I'm I'm in for the long haul, man. So I'll be probably playing this game for three years. So yeah. 
that's what I'll be doing. And How do you feel about the uh, the bonus characters? The, is it Homelander? Who else? Uh, you got Homelander, Omni Man, Ermac, uh, Peacemaker, and Takeda. Those are the six. And uh, yeah, it's it's insane, man. Omni Man, and then and then Homelander, Faf Man. And they just had a big video out today where they put out a new uh, a new trailer, and then they were showing three new characters. So I got to see what Sindel's plug gameplay looks like. I got to see what uh, they announced that General Shao, and you know, you know he used to be Shao Kahn, but now he's just General Shao in this game. So he's, demotion. Yeah. He, yeah, he's just a general now. He's not the emperor. So like, and you know, he has this badass new axe move, and and like he's got he's a big bad beefy fucking grappler, and he like. Use it, he'll throw the axe into the ground and then he can actually use it as a weapon. Like he can, you can, he can slam you on or he can call it back and make it hit you or man, it's some pretty crazy shit. It's kind of like a stance character, but not really. It's, it's really dope. I was watching this today and I was just like, I can't wait to get this game in my hands. <laughs> I mean, like the beta was cool. Don't get me wrong. The beta was cool, but I could only play six characters and then we only had four cameo characters. So by the you know by the fifteenth fiftieth or sixtieth match, I've already done every variation I can think of, so sure. it was kind of getting a little repetitive. Now playing online was fun. Now I was getting fucking washed at the beginning. Like I was the just game's like, new. Wow. Yeah, I was getting like There's just no even playing field. washed. I I walked it like I literally walked into it, going like okay, and sat down, and I was just like, oh wow, you guys have been oh wow, you've already been wow, you've been playing since fucking yesterday oh you're in a different time zone than me lucky you you've had the game a little longer than i have and he just you know i, I think i was playing as uh lu kang and he was uh lee may the the new well not new character but one of the older 3d characters and he just washed me like he hit me with a 17 hit combo that took like 40 percent damage off my light bar and i was just like oh i guess i i'm not allowed to play this game now <laughs> Because um, I was pushing buttons, but he was just he was just outmaneuvering me. But I was getting like the timing's a little different. It kind of reminds me of playing like MKX. They really sped up the game, like because like when I when we were playing the, uh, the first, oh, not too bad. My hands did hurt. Like after I, I was playing, I played the first night I played. I played for about four and a half hours, and my hands were pretty fucking. <laughs> They were they were, they were feeling Jesus pretty pre, pretty uh pretty painful, so I had to yeah. had to put just some A five B five all over your hands. And oh no, I just came out and smoked a joint, and that that oh, helped. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so I had a little puff, and that kind of helped with the hands a little bit. So I took a break, and then just went and went online and was watching watching uh, tutorials on how to do some moves and just trying to, just to get your revenge. Well, just kind of just to get a little more f familiar because like I was getting washed and I was getting frustrated, but I, and I thought I was playing the game the way I should be playing it, but my timing was still off because it's more like MKX. It's a lot faster and I'm a lot older, so <laughs> it's a little hard and my, my fingers don't work that way as much. So I have to play kind of, I hate saying it, but I played like a lame character now where I long play you. I'll, I'll, I'll eat the clock if you do. I don't care. I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll block is a W. I'll block all fucking the whole match. I'll block, oh, and then when I have my opening, I I'll take it. But because I, you know, I I had to adjust my style. I can't be a tank anymore. I can't throw those. I can only do like you know maybe up to a seven to ten hit combo. 
I can't do the 20 hit shit anymore. Can't do it at all. Tried, can't do it. Like, and the cameo timings are really hard too. So I'm just trying to figure it out. So you're getting there. You're evolving. Um, this is a question actually for, you know, you used to get the hockey every year. Are, is the, the fundamentals of NHL, obviously the, the rules are the same, but did you ever notice that when you picked up a, a new season of, uh, of hockey, Al, that like, oh, no, no, people got into this a little bit sooner than I did, or you're pretty much good no matter what? Um, the hockey for a while didn't change that much. There, there was a big change from 14 to 15. They kind of changed the skating mechanics trying to make it more realistic where you're gliding instead of like always pumping your skates. So sure. um, there were times when you couldn't really, you couldn't control the guy as well because they were just trying to make it more realistic. Um, apparently this year they've completely revamped the mechanics again. So there's going to be a major change, but uh, like for a string of four or five of them in a row, um, the big joke used to be that you're paying $60 for a for roster. roster. Yeah. Or some co- minor cosmetic. I always like in the sports games when people find like the, you've used the exact same assets for this, either this arena or this stadium or this advertising. They just cut and paste or stuff from the previous it's, game. And that's the thing, like with hockey, like the arenas don't change and shit. So yeah. um, there's no outworld arena. They didn't. Oh yeah, but I'm just I'm just saying with hockey, like they didn't have to change a lot. Like the rosters were literally the only, and they would change the menus and they would change. Um, the a couple of times, like like a new team came in, and you know they had to make a, a few changes there. But other than that, no. Yeah. I Same uh, I don't buy it every year. No, makes sense. Wait for it to go on sale. But uh, it's fun to see sometimes, like when uh, you can see how the game play evolves when people are off the bat catching up. But yeah, it can be hella frustrating when you're late to the party. Like I wouldn't <laughs> want to fire up a Call of Duty right now. <laughs> Don't, that's, dude. That's the Can't thing. Like, there's people like you know, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. And they don't have any responsibility. They don't have anything else. They can just, as soon as they come home from school or whatever, they just can sit right in front of it. And if it's a summer release, they'll get it when it drops and they'll play and play. And, and we've done it ourselves. Like I can't call them. How many 10 hour video game sessions did we do? We did a whole bunch of them. So, you know, that's what we are doing. all wearing glasses. Yes. We <laughs> all did some damage. Exactly. But I mean, we, we did it like, you know, you, you rent a game over the weekend, you want to maximize, you know, the time that you have with it, so. Yep. It might not be there next weekend. Here, here's a question, since, since, we're, since we're talking, like, renting games and stuff. Do you think, do you think we back to a store that has rentals on the shelves? Do you think it would catch, like, do you think people would come and rent your shit? Like, could it be done? Like, if how would you how would you do something like that? Like, if you had like you had unlimited funds, like what would you guys do? Well, I'm lucky enough to have a VHS a rental store near me. Show to Isor Cinema, but um, they're, they're still surviving, eh? They're still surviving. The way, the, what they did was instead of like, and what we've learned now, I'll let algorithm jump in here. But it looks like like Blockbuster killed the mom and pop video shops, whether we like to admit it or not. Like we have nostalgia for Blockbuster, but remember the mom and pop places couldn't buy eighty copies of 
you know, the wedding singer. So that way you're guaranteed to have it for the weekend. So what iSword does is they will specialize in hard to find stuff, bootlegs, there's weird stuff and imports for rental. And then they also just have like, they'll have like one copy of whatever's new. So kind so. of what Suspect Video used to do. Exactly. It's one of the same managers too. So they're just like, okay, let me just take this over. So that's so, how they're still... Yeah. So like the, the comic book shop near me, they don't get new comics specifically ask like hey you know i want to start a list and you know i would like this new one new one and then just you know give me a send me a text when my stuff is in they more so buy collections buy old weird stuff you know so you go there for your old comics or you go there for your old collectibles which is tough i'll sneak in there and they'll see something that's like this doesn't make any sense i would very much like to have this so you know stuff you couldn't get on amazon basically i don't know how a, a rental store would do I I often wonder why like Microsoft or Xbox doesn't kind of do that like offer a I don't know like a a 36 hour license $3 and then you can see if you like the game or not and then maybe you buy and then it'll give you the option to buy the full the full version like the full license and you know maybe they give you a bit of a discount or something I've often wondered why they don't try that well, out. Well, that's what they do with Game Pass. You you get into Game Pass, and you get to try over 100 or 150 games. Yeah, but it's not, every, fee. it's not every game, though. I'm, I'm talking, like, with Mortal Kombat coming out, you know, maybe they give you, like, a 24- or 48-hour license, and you pay like <clears> $10 or $5 or something. Well, what they do now is they do free play weekends on some of the newer games. They do yeah, do that. I, so. I just mean like every title. Like no, I, yeah, I know. I, I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying like feasibly, I don't think they would be allowed to do that with the licensing. I mean, like their own stuff, absolutely they could. But as far as like third parties, like Nether Realm and whatnot, I don't think Nether Realm alloweth. Well, they'd have to give them a piece of the pie. Well, yeah. See, that's the thing, and it's just it would like, open a new revenue stream. I just, you know, like I think that. They're, I think they're missing out, but I, I mean, I'm not like Warren Buffett or anything, so. Uh, one thing that for, for Steam does is interesting. It's uh, two or three hours of play, or like, two hours of play, and then if you don't like it, you can get a refund, or yeah. 14 days, if you didn't play it at all, you can get a get a refund, which is pretty good. So you could like yeah. bang out a couple hours and like, mm, this isn't great, money please. Or not even a not even per day, like maybe like a I don't know, yeah, like a forty eight hour license, I guess, and then you you do, you know, maybe you. No, that would definitely get me into trouble. Yeah, I would definitely try a bunch of stuff. I'm maybe just, more I'm so. Just... I feel overwhelmed with Game Pass, so oh you know, that God. would be a nice middle ground. I'm just shocked that they haven't tried anything like that because again, like it would it would open up a new revenue stream. And get more eyes on products that you could possibly sell down the road. Like, there's a few games I've kind of teeter-tottered. It's just like, man, if I could just play it for like, you know, an hour or two, then I then I could make my decision. For sure. It's like, I have to, you know, you're kind of, um, you kind of just have to watch the someone else play it on YouTube. But again, that's not the same as you playing it. And you don't have as much leisure time, you know, you're a grown-ass adult, so you don't have as much leisure leisure time. So you're like, I'm going to buy it. I would like to, you know, so this is something I'm going to play for, you know, a few months or so. I mean, that's what I did. That was partly what I did as a kid. Like, 
I'm sure you guys were the same. Like if there was a game you were thinking of buying, and this is, I'm talking at about a time when you know you were getting allowance and you were saving up for your own shit, and it's like I want this game, but I don't know if I'd like it. Blah blah blah. So you rent it for a weekend. And it's like, oh yeah, I really like that game, and then you go out and buy it. Mm-hmm. Well, I should do that. <laughs> if Kmart had it, that's that's how I had. That's how I got into Final Fantasy. I was like, oh, do I like? I don't know if I want it. It sounds cool. And then I got to rent it, and I'm like, oh, this game's fucking awesome. And then my cousins owned it, so I went over there and I watched them play it. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna save up for it. And I finally got it, and I was like, fuck, what a exactly. game! Exactly, exactly. Like I, I, um, in the very beginning, like when I first got my Nintendo, there were a couple of of uh titles that i bought blindly having never played them um in you know in the very beginning like mike tyson's punch out was one of them um can't remember there was a couple of others but like when i had my own uh allowance or you know when christmas or birthday was coming up like legend of zelda i rented that first because i didn't know if i'd like it and it's like yeah i really you know i really love this game and then you know i get it like there weren't a lot of games that I didn't try out first before I bought them. Shout out to playing too much Bomberman when you rented the Nintendo Bomberman and uh, and Zelda, and then when you closed your eyes, you saw Bomberman everywhere, and you couldn't sleep because you were haunted by Bomberman. Tetris oh God, did Tetris! To me. I saw those shapes many times while sleeping. <laughs> while not sleeping. Yeah, well, yes. Rough. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's rough. Tetris we was did, really bad. Did we like low key give ourselves brain damage as, as kids. I know why I did. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like I, uh, I bang my head a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I probably it's fine. have. Yeah, it's all good. You got this. I form sentences. I could. I, yeah. I hold a job. Yeah. It's good. You work for the government. He's a. He's a He's a uh, what a contributing member of society. He does exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's debatable. Yeah, well, well the bar is pretty low. You, you contribute to the economy. You have a job. Mm-hmm. Pay my taxes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You feed your imagination with space perverts like Mongol. I, so. man, Mongol's the shit, man. <laughs> I dude, like he looks wicked on the shelf. I got him like right, right, standing behind fucking the Doomsday version of Batman. It's fucking badass looking. I, I need to find a good guy for you to have. I think that's the the, the challenge. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Is... So, so this is what this is what happens now. So, like, I seem to be kind of digging these mega figs. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. So, like, I have the, I have the mega version of Necron, and now I have the mega version of of Mongool. And then I'm like, ah, can I find? Like, there's two versions of the dark side and i don't know which one i want but it's the movie version so i don't re- it doesn't really fit my shelf so yeah. then i'm like what other kind of animated mcfarland t- stuff to uh, does he have in mega figs and oh lo and behold he has a giant like venomized jokerized giant version of uh joker from the the the, fir- the second video when he turns or sorry when when he turns himself into joker i think that's the first arkham knight i can't remember or arkham asylum yeah, anyway, gets all... also, also the boy wants a man bat. The boy deserves a man bat. And a yes, and... Yeah, so I was looking at the, those, and I'm like, mother... Yeah, he's screwed. He's yeah. screwed. Yeah. 
Yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of digging them. So, like, well, I mean, I have a new fucking origin figure in God and ever. We don't so I'm like, that. I'm Joe, I'm Jonesing for something new, but like, I can't find like all I see is Fisto, Evil Lynn, Clampy, and Rammy. Wow, and that's the it. Turtles, man, turtles. Oh, okay. Now, since you mentioned it, I, I got to confess something. So, I am <laughs> thinking, I am thinking about jumping into the turtles. Because you know I've been hanging out with Tricky Nicky and he's been buying his turtle stuff. But we were up at uh, we were we were up at Toys R Us today and they have the they still have that uh, buy one get buy one piece of clearance get the other piece of clearance for forty percent off. And they have the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers X uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle sets and there's a Shredder, the 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 what is it uh, Green Ranger Shredder. And oh he looks no! Badass. Two things in your childhood, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're. I'm just like, okay, cool. He's a he. He used to be sixty, so he's up for thirty. Oof. And then and then there's the uh, you know the 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 two the 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 packs of two and there's three packs of two, and they're each like they're they're down to like thirty five. So I'm like, okay, 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 okay. So I'm looking there and I'm doing the math and I'm like, that's not bad. And I could walk out with the whole set. For like $145. Yeah, we'd be um, done. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, I'm really, the thing is, I'm really contemplating it, and that scares me because I'm just like, fuck, you know, I only live once. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't think you will. That's too much. You don't like to spend uh, that much in one shot. No, I don't. I don't. And I'm just like, eh. but if I wait, eh. so I'm kind of, I'm, I'm I'm battling. I haven't decided yet. I'm still I'm still undetermined. But as of yeah. the reason, you do have a birthday purchase to yourself later on. So maybe you wish to be uh, mature. Yeah, I know. If I know. you don't, this is what you do when they're. This is what I do with hockey cards, or I used to do before they went insanely expensive. Is if there was a card that was a little more expensive than what I should be paying out for something, I would just not buy anything for a while and I would take the money that I would probably spend and just put it somewhere. It sounds cliche. It sounds old school, but it works. Trust me. Oh, I I do that. Like when I don't buy anything for a couple months, I like take that 20 or 30 bucks and I just squirrel it into a little savings there. And I'm just like, all right, I got like 70 bucks there. I can use, what do I want to get? Like I, I do that. Like I don't, I don't go out of my way and put myself in debt or anything like this for for anyone. No, you just take the money that you would like. It's like, oh, I'm tempted, and I could if I could purchase this figure if I wanted to. It's twenty five dollars. I'm gonna take that and sock it away. Yeah, I've done that, and then I usually then that's when I usually go into the big bad toy store and do the big purchase, <laughs> like five or six figures in the loot, and I'll get yeah. the free shipping or whatever. So like I do that, but like I'm just. Lately, it's just there's a lot of temptation, and there's a and like I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm looking at my shelves. I'm like, well, I got some space I can play with now after reorganizing. You're you're just, a victim of your success. It's well, it's a, I shouldn't have been. I should have just. I shouldn't be so anal with these shelves. I keep moving stuff around. I go, oh, this doesn't go there. Oh, this makes more sense. Maybe I can put him up on a wire, and that'll free up that space, and then I can move <laughs> him down and take him from at the bottom and put him up top and. But that's uh, part of the fun. That's part of the fun for you. That's oh, you're absolutely. Getting, you're getting entertainment. That's what they're providing for you. So there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, I, I love it. But it's, 
I'm like, oh, I got all that space down there. Oh, I got to fill it with something. You fill <laughs> I have to fill book. the space. Do you know what would fill? Do you know what would fill a, a pretty decent amount of space on one of your shelves? Yeah, a, a mega fig, like a mega fig uh, clay face or a mega fig that, fucking man bass. Yeah, yeah. The, the Mondo Hordak would be nice mm-hmm. up there. Yeah, yeah. The centerpiece, if you will, yeah. if you will. Yeah, I, I could, I could get rid of Ash and put just that big fucking Hordak. No, right have them like hanging out, have them hugging each other, make them kiss. have them hugging each other. Yeah, yeah, make Yeah, oh, you know. <laughs> So I could be kind of into that, you know. Ash is hey, manly. He's a vampire. He's down for whatever. <laughs> exactly. He is a space vampire. Yep. Uh, you guys have been droning on about your temptation, so I. Yeah, I want your temptation. Yes. I. <laughs> uh, what kind of podcast? Yes. Is this? Um, this is a low quality one. So the, yeah, there was a, a card that came up today that I'm pretty interested in. Um, it's on a Facebook group that I'm in. It's. Um, I know you guys don't terribly care about hockey, but to, just to explain it, you know how I am with collections. You know how I like to get things that are kind of alike. Um, I have a certain version of a card with both uh, Crosby and Malkin, two guys that I collect. Uh, they're oh, autographed cool. cards. So today I saw the Mario Lemieux version of these cards. So, and it's hard signed and everything. So it's like, oh, I got to have that. I got to have the three of them. And the guy's asking like a, a certain price or he's willing to trade. So I've never done a trade through the mail before. And I have a card that he wants. I happen to have a card that he wants. Um, so I've been thinking about it. I uh, haven't contacted him yet. I know that he wants the card because I saw it on a different post where he's looking for Austin Matthews rookie cards, and I happen to have one. It happens to be worth about the same as this card, as, as that he's asking for the Lemieux card. you so, got to tell us the price. Come on. Yeah, it's four i am not going to spend the money because I don't have it, but I have the Austin Matthews, and... It's worth about 425 450 That's what it's going for these days. So I've been thinking about it. I've never done a trade through the mail. Um, there's a lot of risk involved with such a thing. Uh, this guy seems to be reputable. He's uh, like a top contributor on this particular uh, hockey card forum. So he's done many deals. Um, the only problem is that I haven't. So... I don't really have any vouchers or anything, so he'd have to really trust me if he was going to... Obviously, I'm not going to stiff him, but he doesn't know that, right? So it's kind of like I have to kind of juggle that. Like, how do I you know, how do I convince him to take a chance on this? I have a feeling he's going to say, send me the card first, and once I receive it, I'll send yours. And I don't know if I'm extremely comfortable with that. So it's, it's just... It's, it's tough. This, I, I really want this card. So... It's interesting. It's it's. I mean, I've traded hockey cards many times in person, but it's it's interesting concept to trade one through the mail. No, absolutely, and it's just another limitation. You know, there's no like mom and pop card shop. We're we're getting a, a new one, a little bit up from my street. I uh, posting on Instagram and stuff like that. But yeah, it's. I'm sure once you get past the first trade, you know, you have. Uh, your feet you'll be so anxious but 
yeah, it's just how how things are now. They want to try and skirt, you know, PayPal fees, what have you. Do you hope right, to establish I think, a I, I relationship think, with think, this guy? I think he might be open to like if you guys do a specific type of shipping and you get your tracking numbers right away and you just trade tracking numbers right away. I don't. I don't think. I don't think yeah, it'd be that hard. You know what I mean? Like, I think he'd be, I think he'd be, you know, I think that I, he'd be fair. Be like, hey, like, I prefer if we both, you know, send our stuff and give each other the tracking numbers and we can track it right away type thing. The only problem there is like, I've, I've done a lot of homework on trading and buying things through like outside of eBay. I've only done a couple of, of deals outside of eBay and the only reason that I did them is because I went through PayPal goods and services, which is insurance. Like if you get screwed, then, mm -hmm. you know, because it's good, you, you pay a little extra, but it's like buying insurance. So if something goes sideways, I get my money back. But with a trade, like there's nope. no sort of proof or anything. Like there's no insurance. You I mean, you can buy mail with the person who receives it and just doesn't send you yours. You're screwed because there's no way to prove it. Um, and I, I've read zone. on the, the many different scams that people pull, like people send empty packages and have tracking numbers. So, I mean, that doesn't, that, Deter, unfortunately yeah. that doesn't mean Dick. So I guess it would mean like, I need to, you need to send me a video of you packing the card, <laughs> going to the mailbox. Done. That's been all done. And it's like the person's actually sending it to somebody else or the video's not even them. Like there's just, there's every scam you can think of has been done, man. But yep. like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can wants, trust this guy. Wants. I'm pretty sure I can trust this guy because he's done, like he's done bigger deals and you can get vouchers and stuff. The only problem is I don't know if he's going to trust me. And so because of that, I'm probably going to have to take on a little more risk than he will. And like I said, he'd probably want to receive my card before he sends before he sends yep. that one. And I'm just, I'm a little, a I'm, about in 90, trust. I'm about 90% sure that's what he's going to say. And the, that's, that's kind of the con and the pros are, well, I want this card, <laughs> but also uh, to establish myself in this group so that the next one isn't so hard and I'm not, you know, I see something I can jump because I would have a fairly reputable guy that's vouching for me. Yep. So I'm going to see what he says. I'm, I'm going to send him a, I've, Do I've it. a message. Yeah. I've got a message typed out just to see kind of how he reacts. And I, I said straight up in the message, like well, the, the fact that I only can have one vouch for you. Cause I, I do know another person on the group. It happens to be my boss. Um, <laughs> he gets you fired. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, I said no hard feelings. I completely understand. But I might throw it out there. The only, th the other thing that's kind of bugging me because, you know, I've mentioned about the, the He-Man collection that I sold and it's probably worth about double now is with Matthews. And you know this uh, Swamp Ninja. I know you're not a hockey guy, but you know who Austin Matthews is. He's pretty big in your, in your city. And he just signed an extension there. So he's going to be there for another four years. People were kind of sweating it thinking that he was going to bolt. Nope. Um, but, you know, Toronto's the hockey mecca of the universe. And it doesn't matter if you do terrible. Everyone will buy leaf tickets. It's just the perfect system. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And therefore, the hockey cards of big-time players that are in Toronto are worth a lot of money. 
Yep. If they ever won the Stanley Cup, that thing would like triple in value overnight. A little bit of fun of gambling too. So you get to enjoy nice. players that you follow, and then if they yep. do well, you do well. And it's also nice. It's such a weird thing of like this thing has value and it makes me happy. See, I, I, I got when I got the Austin Matthews rookie, like I got it for a couple of reasons. One was investment because I thought to myself, I can flip this in the future. Well, here's the opportunity to flip it. So I'm kind of being a bitch by not doing it, right? No. Um, but the other it part of game. it is, is the other part of it is, is I happen to really like Austin Matthews. He's probably my favorite player. That's not a Pittsburgh Penguin. So it's like, do I want to? How do you feel about this? his mustache? He's such a sleazeball. I love it. <laughs> he looks like a he looks like a, a thirty year old um, uh, Ron Jeremy. It's awesome. I was gonna say uh, an aspiring he's got uh, that same, car he's wash got the manager. Same hairline. He's got the same hairline and everything. It's it just he's such a greaseball. Well, he does wear a helmet most of the time, so that's bad for your hair. <laughs> You want to get one of what you want to do actually is get one of those pillowcases. I think it's silk. It helps it helps with the uh, the wrinkles and uh, the hair damage. <laughs> you got to eat more dates and take uh, iodine pills. Iodide. Um, there's, there's different things. I mean, what's your retinol game? You all, both of you guys have a skincare routine, right? Fuck no, I'm letting her fall out. I don't give a shit. Whatever. Your skin? You think that your skin fall out? Yeah, it falls off every day. Like just like like clumps of it? No, I thought we were talking hair. I thought you were no, talking, talking hair skin. loss. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, it's, it's the biggest organ in your body. Yeah. I, I mean, I moisturize. <laughs> I moisturize. That's what I do. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, you listen to K pop, there's, you know, stringent Korean skincare routines. Yeah, yeah. I'm you not, guys I'm do not like a mask, a mask up Mondays? I'm not patching no, nothing like that. All right. Well, hey, it's the, you know, time is an enemy, gentlemen. I might want to look into it. So get some vitamin C do? serum. Some retinol is your friend. Get, I'm getting some vitamin C right now. Vitamin <laughs> <laughs> chronic, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes. Vitamin C, boys. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Why do you have to hold your breath for that? Weird. Yeah, don't be drinking Sunny D all the time either. That's basically just orange sludge. So... <laughs> Sunny yeah, I don't think, I don't think that's even <laughs> on the elemental table. No, that's no. It came out of a meteorite. That's terrible. That's meteor shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope. <laughs> I hope you do get the card. I hope it's a, a, a seamless transaction. If there are there are non dirt bags out there, they're also super fans. So, and then you get to establish yourself in a collector community. Is uh, the person is in Canada, right? Yes, they're in Vancouver, which is the oh, other. Too bad. Kind of, well, no, what's the It's the other end of the country. Well, I mean, it's oh, yes, but you know, obviously, Vancouver's a hockey town, so you could just ask the ninja to fly up, grab it for you, and then <laughs> he could it. send it to you. You could send you could send the card to Ninja, and then Ninja meets him somewhere, and and, and yeah, yeah, at, a, at an Arby's, and a, a <laughs> yeah, in the middle of an Arby's, yeah. yeah. Oh, tell me this: uh, the Funker that you, that I got you there a couple a couple Ooh. of years ago is he still in the package? He is still in the packaging. It's uh. Yeah, well, how much is that worth today? Nine hundred. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't necessarily, you know, for the the value. It's. It, I know I, you're. It, it does seem. I mean, honestly, though, it is. It is kind of morbid. You're like, mm, maybe I should, you know, keep an eye out. 
that's for probably some memorabilia because TikTok, you know, we're all you could no... you could probably trade that for something that you really wanted with the Funker. I'm, I'm just pretty... saying that it's it's likely worth more than the thirty dollars you paid for it. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, that's the kind of the thing that. A weird, you know, growing up playing way too much Fire Pro Wrestling, which is a Japanese import wrestling game, and, you know, uh, how I experienced and learned about a lot of wrestlers. And, uh, and like, why are these guys whooping my asses? Like, oh, that's Terry Funk, and that's Bruiser Brody. So it's been kind of nice of, uh, you get daunted by, you know, buying stuff makes us feel good. But uh, if you can find something old and weird that, you know, thankfully, you know, no one else likes or don't really care. So... Picking up a Bruiser Brody and a Terry Funk, uh, thanks to your help. And then later on, uh, Junk Shop Jog did uh, reimaginings of classic Japanese wrestling toys from actually before LGN came out. And, uh, you know, I was like, this is dumb. No one, not too many people really like it. And, uh, you know, over the two years or so, grabbed a little Bruiser Brody, Terry Funk. So... You know, I think I'm pretty. I've mean, I got a couple of Japanese wrestling magazines that were dirt cheap, thankfully. So, I think I'm pretty good for the Terry Funk. I'm currently kind of tempted by a, a Japanese poster that someone just offered me a deal on for eBay that I, I put in the chat. They marked it down a little bit, but I mean, I don't need to have a, a Terry Funk shrine. But you know, he's the the king of old school, middle aged and crazy. So, what so where's where does he rank in your all-time rankings? I think it's more of a, you know, we, there was so much we weren't exposed to growing up on the island. Like, we only, for the most part, grew up with WWF. It's just more sort of like rediscovering stuff or just discovering stuff we didn't know about. I mean, I was going to ask you guys, like, what's your first experience with Terry Funk? I think mine was, you know, Chainsaw Charlie. Like, I didn't grow up with really, the WCW late. stuff. No, Fred? we... we... We saw the deathmatch stuff before Chainsaw Charlie. Was it before? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like yeah, that's yeah. Not, we that's, definitely that's, saw that's that before Chainsaw. Trading. That was that was like when, when you I think it was you that got your hands on it because Mike Robinson had it. Um, we were watching that in like '97. And when was yeah, Chainsaw Charlie? Oh yeah, it's pretty close. You're right. It's, it's, Chainsaw it's, was 97-ish, 98. I mean, yeah, the, so the, the, the death tournament was like before, but, but through bootlegging and bootlegging and bootlegging, we got our hands and ECW, on it. You saw him in ECW with the chairs and all that. Before yes, Chainsaw but Charlie. when we were watching CW, it was obviously, the folks, this is super nerdy. We weren't seeing it new. We were seeing like years ago on a VHS compilation, some neckbeard made. So Yeah, exactly. So like... Our memories <laughs> watching it on and the island is about five yeah. years back of everything yeah. else. So like we we so that's why it's got blurry for us because we think of we think of it as we You're watched it on orbit. tape and we thought we were watching it in real time and we weren't. Um. So yeah, like ninety five was so they, the they original were, tournament. Yeah, but we 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 started to like watching yeah. those tapes around late ninety six and right through to ninety well fuck two thousand really when you think about it the amount of shit was at that that all those tapes had on it. Yeah. Man, there was a time, there was a time where like, actually you guys were, you guys were living in Toronto. I was still on the Island here. And, and I was, there was a time where all I did was I worked like I worked night shift for a grocery chain and fucking, I would 
work all night and then walk over to Jumbo Video, rent three videos, go home, have breakfast, pop the videos in, pass out, wake up for work, and then do that for like a week straight, then have the oh, like have my two days off. And then finally actually watch the three movies I had. Yeah. <laughs> Late fees for days. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. It was brutal. But yeah, like I, I remember doing that. And it was like I was watching so much wrestling shit. Like I rented, I think I rented every wrestling tape that Jumbo had twice. But they were good for getting, like was, uh, not to say weird stuff, but they had pretty much everything. Yeah. like they, Because they, they got, were like, mom and pop locations. Yeah. Yeah. I'm shocked that I, I thought for sure you were into the Funker before like Chainsaw Charlie and that. Like, I do remember seeing him in the old pro wrestling illustrated books. Um, for sure. Because my cousin had like, he had, a, he didn't have a subscription, but he bought it every month. So anytime that I would go over to his house, uh, I would just pick up the stack of them and start reading them and stuff. And um, I definitely remember seeing Funker in there and I remember like his face covered in blood and stuff like that. I, like, I'm not going to say that I was a fan or anything like that, but I knew of him and I know he had an early stint in the WWF as well. Um, you remember he used to branding, he had the branding iron, he used to brand people and stuff. Anytime he wanted to quit, he'd say his horse got sick. Gotta go. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> he, uh, he did have that really short program with Hogan. Um, but yeah, like I didn't, I didn't. No, and you're right. The magazines were such a big part of our childhood. But yeah, never saw them in action. Never saw a promo. Just a bloody middle-aged man. And that's what they sold the magazines too. Just guys busted open with their brains leaking out. So I'm gonna go and check I, out I some fucking flair. Magazines. I wish I got in the magazines, but never did. I still have a handful of WWF magazine from '91. I pretty much had the entire year of the of the 91 magazines but uh, i traded a few of them for hockey cards but i i kept like there's one with the undertaker on it it's a cool cover in a graveyard setting and it's like old school undertaker and then there's a couple of mr perfect ones that i kept and i think there's a heart foundation one that i kept Fun. isn't that the one you got brett to sign yes yeah he's yeah that's the one i have him sign so it's too bad he didn't get the anvil. I know, and he was here, and I was try. I remember trying to convince a buddy of mine to go, and I should have still went myself. I, I'm an idiot, like to have the two of them on there, and I'm such a completionist. It bothers me. It definitely bothers me that only he I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. I love it if the two, and it's it's not even for for investment. It's just like it kind of it's the two of them on the cover, but only one has signed it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a sincere moment brought to you by the algorithm. And he watches everything you search and finds and finds results for you. Just wants to make you happy. Uh, I uh, when we flea markets are a fun flea markets and yard sales are fun. We still pick up every an odd wrestling magazine every now and then for a couple bucks. And I I am shocked at how popular apartment wrestling was. So before. <laughs> For OnlyFans, you can just buy photos of two broads wrestling in some gross apartment. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, I remember those ads. Yeah. So obviously, yep. I signed up. But uh, yeah, just on the cover. <laughs> wrestling. I remember there's certain um, brands of the mag of wrestling magazines. Like I don't think they had those ads in like Pro Wrestling Illustrated. They definitely didn't have them in the WWF magazine. 
but there was ones that like the fly by night brands like that only lasted a couple of years like there was one called i think like the wrestler or something like that and yeah they'd have like all the the raunchiest cheesiest like almost like the back pages and there was there was quite a few interesting uh, ads i remember as a kid i used to look at them and laugh oh did you you were laughing is that what you did (laughs) no they didn't show anything (laughs) erotic fiction everybody erotic fiction erotic anything they just it was just they alluded to it was like i wonder if i could order this and get away with this (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) i'm sure there's plenty of uh questionable things on your dad's credit card during that era so it's fine it's fine credit card fraud all-time high but um yeah so uh, catching up on other funk old weird funk promos has been pretty fun we're going to jump into some aew talk soon but i do recommend there's a shotgun saturday night which is an absurd concept but it was the funker non-chainsaw charlie challenging steve and he in the promo he calls him into the ring he starts talking him down he slaps steve austin in the lips so hard and steve austin immediately is trying not to burst out laughing so the one thing i've learned from shoot interviews is everyone desk pleading with terry funk is like terry please stop hitting me so hard like this is (laughs) it is like up to him being 72 and still cutting promos and showing up is like terry please terrence this this is a work stop stop beating me up so uh there's a i think there's a, a treasure trove of, of terry funk content out there so hopefully i won't get uh too too tempted by buying uh you know a million have a, a terry funk shrine but uh at least so much stuff is safe for prosperity so there's gonna Do be you know what your homework there. your homework this week is to watch uh i don't know when the last time you watched it but you gotta watch roadhouse i've never seen it so bunker is in it man I know we have a, a special program called Drunken Cinema. They put on a show. Um, they do a different movie every month, and I think they have Roadhouse this, this month. Coincidentally, they have a specialty cocktail, and they have uh, drinking games involved from the movie. So, I always I always avoided Roadhouse because I thought it was like a you know, for lack of a better term, a chick flick. And there certainly is like a romantic storyline to it, but there's some like he rips people's throats out like that's like that his like move. that's patrick Swayze's <laughs> move in the movie is Attempted that he rips people's, people he rips their larynx out of their throats I'm so not he's joking. a serial killer you just gotta and sam elliott's in it and he's like it's awesome it's a good movie <laughs> i think you'd enjoy it thank you thank you i'll put that in the homework turbo what's your cisco neighbor review of roadhouse you gotta, you gotta uh, if nothing else. You gotta watch it for the funker. I'll sure, give I'll it like a solid. Funker. It'll. I give you a solid five out of ten, man. It's it's a Patrick Swayze action flick. I give it a seven. You got the Jeff Healy band, him, you know, rocking yeah. out, and yeah. then you got you got Patrick Swayze, and you got some, you had some boobies in it too. So hey, you yeah. know, good for that. But yeah, I mean, it was a, it was. Oh, I'll give it a six. So I'll say six. <laughs> by the end of this phone call, or by the end of this podcast, you're gonna give it a nine. Nah, nah, it's a six. No, it's not a. It's I also recommend a, the uh, the Terry Funk Wendy's commercial that he did <laughs> in uh, the eighties when he was uh, an, a wrestler who was smart enough to be in TV, film, and commercials so he could get health insurance through SAG. So, nice. or That's the smart. Uh, 
Yeah. So him and Jesse Ventura, smart boys. Um, also, if you haven't watched it in a while, uh, whatchamacallit there, Beyond the Ring or Beyond the, what is this? <laughs> oh, his knees. Beyond the yeah. Math. Beyond the yeah. Math. Yeah. You shouldn't be able to walk now, Terry. Most of it. <laughs> yeah. when the doctor <laughs> says that, I'm just like, oh, no. If I don't have to. If I don't have the surgery, would I be able to get around comfortably? Uh, you shouldn't be able to walk right now. <laughs> How did you get here? <laughs> it's like he just wakes up and rubs his knee a little bit, and then he's off for the day, wrangling hey, horses and shit. That's it. The Double Cross Ranch. Didn't so, something like similar happen to you, Swan Ninja, where you hurt your knee and you went to the doctor? and? Yeah, apparently I exploded my kneecap, shattered into a million pieces. And then doctor was like, well, this happened when you were a kid. I was like, no, it happened two weeks ago. He's like, well, you wouldn't be able to walk here if you did. So it happened. And then we went to New York for a weekend. And uh, yeah, if you've been to New York, you're doing a lot of walking. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was good. It only like my knee only buckled a few times. But um, yeah, it was interesting going to, I was like, well, I should probably get this checked out. And a uh, family doctor was like, uh, we'll do some x-rays. But again, you shouldn't be able to walk or it should hurt when I do this. I'm like, it's okay. So then I went to the knee specialist. And after the x-rays, he's like, well, I mean, if they gave you x-rays, I could give you an MRI, but you're just going to get more radiation. Like, again, either you did this when you were a child or because it's all healed. I was like, well, I think I'd know if I exploded my knee. So Weird. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't even no. just be like, yeah, no, oh, that... it was mostly it was mostly head trauma. Let's be honest, guys. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's that's what I mean. Spider web. That's why yeah, you don't no. feel things. You've had so much head trauma. You're like, I don't really don't feel my knees anymore. Like yeah. you didn't know. I wonder <laughs> like, if it happened when you slid under that car. Uh, I'm lucky I didn't knock all my teeth out. But yeah, so here's to uh, having wait, a, a wait, 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 wait. You slid under a car. What happened? <laughs> well, it wasn't moving. It was stationary. It's fine. <laughs> That's the thing. It wasn't moving. It was a parked car, and he slid under it. <laughs> I was feeling oh, a, yeah, a, a catalytic converter. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are the lookout. You guys blew it. You gotta be cool. But yeah, here's to. Uh... Did they blow it because they started laughing? Because no, we. The funny thing. The funny thing is, Buckshot. We we me Al uh, the algorithm and Swamp Ninja are walking walking in a line. Swamp Ninja's on the left of me. <laughs> I'm in the middle and and uh, algorithms on the right and me and algorithm are talking and then we go to turn to, to Swamp Ninja and he's not there anymore <laughs> he's just gone and then I we see hands on the front of this bumper <laughs> <laughs> on the other side like the coming in from the bottom coming in from the bottom and we're just like are you okay <laughs> the crazy thing uh, was it wasn't in winter no I was. <laughs> it, it was, was in August it was ice, ice related. It was ice. Oh, it was ice related, but man. So you just did that for for the lulls, like you just no, no, no. He no, slipped. He literally slipped. I, no. but I slipped completely under a car. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It, he did not do it for the the lulls. It was. Oh. I was wearing a lot of lycra, so it was very slippery. Like it was. I just went in there. <laughs> it was like the chef's kiss of somebody slipping under something. So it's like, I went into the void and I came back. <laughs> I still Fine. remember that day that we were, all three of us were walking uh, home from school, and or maybe we were walking to this, whatever. And uh, master storyteller. Back then, back we were then, walking. People, that's all we know. Back then, people and it was in the winter, and back then people liked to drive through the potholes to make the.
the snow and everything fly up on people that are walking on the sidewalk. Known yep. for potholes, Charlottetown. Yep. Yes. <laughs> so I'm I'm not paying attention, and I'm on the outside, like closest to the streets. And these two jackals are walking on the inside, and of course they see this car coming, and they don't tell me. Aww. So they, yeah, so they, they kind of, but it gets better. So they kind of, hashtag it gets better. They kind of uh, walk a little more off the sidewalk, like without me right. noticing. And the car comes and the huge splash comes up. And somehow it went over my head, basically. It didn't get me. And there was a little bit oh, on wow. my shoulder. Yeah. I, I remember wiping it off. My and I look over at them too, and I'm like, that was close, eh? And the two of them are spitting it out of their mouths. They've got it in their hair. Salt, <laughs> grit, rocks, yeah. pebbles, possible animal filth. Uh, so I hate good. people like that. Ugh. But they do I it because they, it was. It'd be like our fellow students. Yeah, it'd be our fellow students. They're just dicks, right? Yeah, I remember once I was walking to work. This is at my my old job when uh, it was when I worked downtown. And I was walking to work. I worked the evening shift in a call center and it was had been raining and there was this huge puddle and some asshole just thought it'd be great to just ruin my day. And I was soaked like <laughs> head to toes and I get to work in the call center and the air conditioning is on like full blast because it was the summertime. And then like maybe an hour into the shift, I'm like shivering and I have like, I think I started having a fever and I'm like, yeah, so I think I just got a cold. Like I need to go home now. But yeah, I was really mad at that guy because you know, he did it on purpose. I saw him swerve to, to hit the puddle. So I like when yeah. people do that, they real they don't realize they're also rolling the dice of just simply hydroplaning as well. Right. So they could just easily hydroplane into a, you know, a sign or a school bus if they want to give her. So it's good. Remember that video we saw, Swamp Ninja, of the guy who um, was standing by the, the keys puddle. to have a brick. Yes. Yeah. No, it wasn't a brick. It was a it was a sledgehammer. I think. Oh, even better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was something that person was Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yeah, and like you would see people kind of swerve to be an apple, and then they realized he had a, a sledgehammer, and they'd be like, "Nope, forget it," and they'd nope. they'd avoid the puddle. Yeah, that person is a maniac. Yeah, it's like maybe Terrible. I should carry a sledgehammer around me all the time. Yeah, I'm sure that would end well. <laughs> Good upper body strength. Will be, yeah, working will be, on it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's Sorry? Oh. No, I was just going to say, I, I know you guys want to get into an AEW thing. Uh, they're going to... Just before... <laughs> I know you guys need counterpoints, but uh, before we get into that, just uh, before we jumped on the podcast here, we learned of one of uh, Turbo's younger yes. wrestlers that just passed away. So, A yeah. real tragedy. Yeah. How yeah, you doing, man? Turbo. I know you got the snacks going. How you? How do you feel? It, it sucks. Man. I was really like the, the news that we were hearing at one point in time was, you know, he's getting better and he's, he's going to come back. They were thinking, you know, the next couple months. And then, you know, when we were about to do the podcast, I got an alert from Fightful saying, you know, Triple H has just confirmed the passing of uh, Bray Wyatt. And Wyndham Rotunda is his real name. But 
I, uh, yeah, I saw it and I'm like, ah, is this true? And I was looking at it because, you know, was, you don't know. It could have just been like some fake pop up. But then, you know, you go through all the sources you look at and every dirt sheet's reporting right. it. Wrestle talks on it. It's just like, well, shit. <clears throat> yeah. Because, you know, he was he was young. He was like 38, I think. 36. So, oh, yeah, wow. even younger, even younger. And I know he had young kids, too. Oh, that double check. Really. That really sucks, right? So, and you know, he had a wife, right, with a young baby, and then he had his previous oh. he had his previous wife, and they had two kids, I believe, and they're still younger. Like they may be, you know, in their tens and early teens, and then of course, the younger baby too. It's just like, oh man, like it sucks. Like, and you know, and fans like myself i'm just i'm gutted because like i was ho- hoping they he was go- we were going to see the vision that he wanted to have mm-hmm. before all this happened i was just like oh we're going to finally get it like he's going to be reunited with his brother it's going to be uncle howdy and bray and then we're going to see the other characters come in as you know uh uh what is it uh mercy the buzzard and and then uh you know the witch uh i can't remember her name for some reason um, I can't remember uh, guy uh, Hugsley or something. I can't remember what he calls. Which himself. is more so like the completion of like it seems as if like a, there was a writer or a songwriter yeah. or a, a, you know a filmmaker. Like then a lot more wrestlers now are they're not necessarily. I mean they may not be making big money, but they more so prefer creative freedom. So they want like oh we're going to do this angle or we're going to do this storyline. I'll make less. I'll make less money if I can have I can do more interesting stuff. So. You know, yeah, like he, he wasn't, people. he was very, you know, guarded with his stuff. Like he had a lot of really cool ideas and sometimes he needed a filter for sure. <clears throat> he would like have been most, a really good creative guy. Well, th- yeah. Like even, even like if writing. he wasn't going oh, to wrestle yeah. anymore, if he went to a write or like write for someone or come up with didn't concepts of. Then you work on a movie while, uh, while during his hiatus <laughs> when uh, he was let go again wasn't he in hollywood working on something yeah he was doing something with the guy he did the masks and stuff with so i was like i don't know what it's called i don't know what the project is and i never really looked into it because i was more i'm more of the wrestling side of things so right i was really gonna i was really hoping for that but like hopefully we get to see what what he created and you know maybe they use it to help the family out kind of kind of awesome and yeah i just I just realized that uh, regardless of their younger ages, that two of the three um, Bray Wyatt family members are dead. Like, that's crazy. Yep. Yeah. It's almost like the Hart Foundation. Eric Redbeard uh, or Eric Eric Rowan, we need to keep an eye on him. Yeah. like uh, It's not a curse or something. Like, yeah, man. Like, the, the, like, I remember Bray Wyatt when he was in NXT. That shit was really cool. Like he was doing some pretty innovative things. Like he was doing the Whalen Mercy bit with the, you know, uh, the Hawaiian shirts and the hat. And then he started ta- Then he started getting the family. And then he was doing the the whole like the cult thing. I and then when they, <clears throat> and when they went to when they finally got to Raw and they finally like, but all the vignettes and all the the beating people up and the guys in the sheet masks and stuff. And, oh, went for, it was bananas. And then, of course, they went a little crazy with the supernatural stuff. And, of course, it went off the rails. Because that's what WWE does. They they like right. to try to too far. That's Vince. 
Yeah. So, like, you know, it sucked for that. And then they tried to repackage him. And then that didn't work. And then he went away. And then he came back. And then he decided to do this whole fucking Bray Wyatt Firefly Funhouse with all the uh, all the characters, uh, you know, like uh, Ramblin' Rabbit and Mercy the Buzzard and Abby the Witch. Now I remember her name. I was like, it's Abigail. Why did I? Why why didn't I know that? <clears throat> but yeah, like Abby the Witch and and all the other characters, even the the Devil Vince puppet. That was really cool. Like you know, that one was factual. Calling yeah. it yeah, calling it Vince, uh, calling it Vince in, in in some of these vignettes and stuff, and then. When he finally, when the fiend was finally unveiled, and he did it the first entrance, like holy shit! Like that's one of the biggest fucking pops and one of the most interesting uh, entr- entrances ever. And then the same thing when he came back this the second time when he was doing right. the, the Uncle Howdy, everyone's like, "Holy shit, entrance is cool. The music's cool. He gets it." Now, that mind you. Yeah, the Firefly Phone Hiss was fucking that, crazy. That was some of, like, that almost got me back into wrestling. Uh, that's not hyperbole or anything. Like, that was some of the best shit I've seen since the 90s. Was that from the pandemic WrestleMania? It was him against John Cena? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't see that one. I saw the other cinematic match, though. The Undertaker versus... AJ. Uh, AJ and the, the Good Brothers. I remember that yeah. one. And there's some sort of like uh, like a part of professional wrestling. Like now, you know, these various eras where it'd be more MMA influence. But yeah, we grew up with, you know, things like The Undertaker, you know, a big interested, big uh, spectacle entrances and stuff like that. So that definitely like helps him stand out. supernatural element too, yeah. Yeah, even if it's not supernatural, you know, someone like Ric Flair, obviously with the, uh, you know, the the robes and the the pageantry and stuff like that like that was kind of like oh you're not gonna see this in your small town so you know who else uh, Max Moon obviously really big in uh, shooting rockets into the crowd unprotected so <laughs> just blasting kids with Roman candles Roman candles yeah just shooting yeah. into the wrist pew 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 but yeah I guess like kind of like a, a variety show so you have you know your you have your Bret Hart's your Hart Foundation and then you have like the the spectacle and the the pageantry of you know demolition yeah exactly or just you know everyone head banging to the to ultimate warrior and then everyone getting down with tito santana so it's a a good wrestling show is a little bit everything and yeah speaking of wrestling shows this is a great segue oh no speaking of wrestling shows (laughs) we got to talk about all out we got we got to get into it all in all in sorry yes all out's the next month but yes wembley stadium 86,000 and fucking crazy amount of fans. Biggest wrestling event big? ever. Better than that... WrestleMania 32. Uh, uh, so, so WrestleMania 3 was 93,000 plus, sir. That's a fake number. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> we'll you never know. say something, Swamp Ninja? Uh, no, I was just going to say, like, yeah, it, at least, you know, it's going to be hard to ever compare with office and the attendance of, of wwf you know in the 80s and the early 90s and wcw for arena so hey at least you know whatever you think about wrestling now as an adult in 2023 it's pretty great that a show that big can can go on yeah mjf said that this week he said that you know like 
because WrestleMania already sold like a bunch of tickets for next year and over the two nights, and then this is doing gangbusters. And JF was like, it means that we're making a lot of money. It means wrestling's you know healthy and great. Like you know the 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 fans online that are picking one side over the other, like. The wrestlers are all fans of each other and we're all happy that we're succeeding so yeah if you're a wrestling fan right now it's it's um it's definitely it. a good time yeah for sure and you have options too like i me personally i find wwe like the pay-per-views can or sorry the premium live events will have great <laughs> matches and occasionally on TV, you might see something cool depending on the wrestlers. But on the whole, I just don't like the way that the TV shows are presented. Um, and then the, just the variety of wrestling it really isn't there as compared to AEW. I prefer AEW to WWE, but um, but hey, you know, teach their own. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't get in a fight with somebody who's telling me like WWE is better than AEW. It's like, well, that's your opinion. It's <laughs> you your know? opinion, man your opinion man so but yeah so do you think uh mjf and uh adam cole uh survive the friendship is that imploding on sunday so here's the rub this is what i think is going to happen so okay. zero hour these guys are wrestling as right. a tag team the the uh better than you baby and right. they're they're fighting uh who is it uh the roh Ozzy champions Right, yeah. so Ozzy Open has to fight uh, MJF and Adam Cole, um, and I'm thinking Adam Cole and MJF are gonna win. Uh, see, I feel like either way it could happen. Either they win and they're on a high, and then they go into the main event and everything implodes, or they start imploding during those zero yeah. hour. And yeah, then you're, match, probably right. you're probably right. You're probably right because, in all honesty, really... stop agreeing. Oh my god! <laughs> but but here's the thing: like I'm thinking, who do you think turns? I'm thinking Cole. Yeah, Adam Cole. It's it's been that's been telegraphed. MJF had that promo where he talked about how be having ADHD meant that he was um, he had this fear of rejection, and that's why he um, he didn't have any friends and he didn't put himself out there. And then like I think last night in his promo with um, Renee Paquette he said something to the effect of like Adam Cole is the the first friend I've ever had. He's the first person I've let in the first person that I've trusted. So they're really laying it on thick that, uh, MJF. Um, so do you think is, this is how they turn him face? This is how they turn him face. Or he, the worst heel. He says, Hey, I put my, my guard down once and I made a friend and look what happened. I'll never do it again. And then he just becomes a total like antisocial, like sociopath. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know if he, well, maybe he goes that bad and then he crosses the line and Tony tells him to go home for a bit and then he comes back and tries to win the crowd over or something. Like, I don't know, try to revamp him, but yeah. Okay. So. Or, all right, Mike, this is my, th so back. Oh, I'll, I'll interrupt but back um i think it was after revolution he like basically listed off all of his he said he was he was going after the pillars he was going after adam cole which we saw him do then he said i'm going after adam page and maybe i'll go after eddie kingston so everybody kind of thought like is that the trajectory of like his his um his reign but now that cm punk is back um 
they let they have MJF go full heel so that he can continue and have those programs with Hangman and Eddie Kingston because those guys are faces and maybe he maybe uh, by then CM Punk will actually be a heel and maybe that's when MJF becomes a face because maybe that was the point that was supposed to happen after All Out Loud and Brawl Out happened. Well, know. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm. I'm thinking. It. What doesn't make like in all honesty, if we're thinking that, I don't think that makes sense to tr- keep try to keep Punk a face and make MGF the mega heel. It would be easier, in all honesty, right. with the with the the polarization of Punk, as we say. Right. Um, MJF would have Being to be the, the mega face. face. So yeah. the only way to the only way to turn MJF is to do it now. Right. And make make Cole hurt him somehow and then he's, he's i don't know broken or whatever and then comes back and wants to and you know he makes another friend but it's like god knows who like who who wants to like who wants to who who could he work with that has that wardlow kind of chemistry back. i don't know if wardlow and him could do it again especially his faces because wardlow sucks as a face yeah yeah if you're right when wardlow comes back he has to be a heel because the crowd is so indifferent to him now yeah Anyway, More um, like any, board any other predictions? <laughs> Boardlow, that's right. Yeah, exactly. That's all I got. Do you have any other predictions? Because we don't have that much time left. So, I, do you have any other predictions for All In Turbo? Oh well, let's let's just go. Let's run the gamut and just give our quick hot takes, I guess. Sure. So, Jack Perry versus Hook. Uh, that's not happening. It's not it's on not? the card. It's no. not anymore. Oh, no, my information is incorrect. Was. Yeah. Uh, FTR versus the Young Bucks. Um, I think the Young Bucks are taking it solely because they got arrested and we don't know what's going to happen to him. So I say they might put the belts on the Young Bucks just to, on the safe side, something goes south and Cash Wheeler can't travel anymore because uh, what he's being charged with would mean he can't leave uh, the state of Florida. Boo! Dums dums with guns. Dums dums with guns. I mean, to be fair, uh, Cash Wheeler says that he's he's innocent. Um, Oh, I I probably I'll I'll give him the 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 benefit of the doubt for sure. Because it is kind of a a he said he said scenario where somebody says they somebody says they saw him brandishing a, a gun in a road rage incident and then went to the cops. So. Yeah. It's not like he was caught red-handed, so there is a chance that he is innocent, but who knows. All right, so you say Young Bucks. I'm going to agree with you on that one, Young Bucks as well. Um, the Fatal 4-Way for the Women's Championship. Who's going home the champ? Uh, I mean, if everything was right in the world, Sheeta retains, but I really have a feeling Saray is taking it because it's her home country, which I hate because she's the person. Actually, no, I'd hate to see Britt Baker more than her win it, but I don't want to see Saray win it. You? See, uh, I'm in the same I'm in the same wheelhouse as you. I think Saray is going to win, but I think what's going to happen is you're going to see Tony Storm lose her shit and attack her after the the match Ooh. because Tony Storm is in that frail diva. And, I'm I'm still the champ. Karen Emwin says I'm still the greatest. Yeah. I think that's and what's going to happen. Great. Oh, Tony super. Storm has they finally found a character that really works. I love the fact she throws a shoe at that. What's her name every time? Lexi Nair. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Just whoop, shoe. 
it's great. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, uh, what else is there? Oh, we saw uh, there's been a change to this match uh, as of last night. Christian Cage is now in for AR Fox because unfortunately, AR Fox's grandmother passed away. Oh, so dear. they had to switch that at the last minute. That's why we saw what we did last night on Dynamite. So it's uh, now Christian and uh, Swerve Strickland against uh, Darby Allen. And what do you think? Oh, I really hope Swerve and Christian win. Derby and Sting need to go away. No, I think they Darby's have to go winning away. the I think Derby's winning the TNT belt uh, at all out the following week against Luchasaurus and we're going to see Christian Cage melt down cuz Christian Cage has been acting like he's the TNT champion. Uh, do we see an Edge entrance? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, we could see Edge show up and uh, that would be kind of fun to see, so the best thing is they could pay for the uh, the song Alter Bridge. All right, let's rip through this real quick. We got like two minutes. <laughs> okay, okay. Who else is there? Golden um, Elite versus uh, Bullet Club. That one, I'm 50-50. I have no clue who wins that one. Uh, I'm going to go Bullet Club. It's going to be awesome. Uh, stampede <laughs> match. Eddie Kingston and the Friends versus uh, Blackpool Combat Club with Five, Santana four. and Ortiz. Um, I think it's going to be uh, the good guys, Eddie's good guy crew, um, just because of the way the booking has been leading up to it. BCC. 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 Yeah. I'm saying BCC wins. Yeah. BCC uh, wins. Renee Paquette. Renee, Renee Paquette cast them the match. Oh, hot take. Uh, Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho. Oh, God. Will Ospreay should win. Yes. Me agree. Uh, CM Punk <laughs> versus Joe. Joe, Joe, uh, Joe. Yeah, Joe. obviously I'm going to root for some of the Joe. Yeah, fuck punk. Um, House of Black versus... Punk! House of Black. Yep. House of Black versus the Guns, our, Billy, our badass Billy Gunn and the Acclaimed. I thought he uh, retired. No, he's back. And because oh. I, that's why I think they're going to win. I think they want to put oh. a belt on Billy Gunn and then he's going to retire once. Uh, I don't want House of Black ready. to lose. And then, of I course, MJF versus Adam Cole. Um, I think MJF retains, but I feel like Adam Cole will will um, will turn on MJF. But I think MJF retains. I agree. Something happens at the end. I don't know what, um, but I hope I hope it is Adam Cole turns on MJF. On that note, everyone, we don't got time to give you our socials. If you know, you know. <laughs> Check it out. Um, because we're about to run out. Two BD yeah, two BD pod on Twitter and two BD pods on uh, on Instagram with a Z, not an S. Anyway, as always, we like to end this podcast. Uh, dare to be stupid and peace. <laughs>